Hello and welcome back to the Simply Country podcast. Today I have JC here talking with us and we're going to jump right in all about ag marketing. So hello JC. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on today. Of course, I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So JC, can you tell us who you are and where people can find you on social media? Yeah, so I'm JC Bapst, and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at JC Bapst. Um, it's B A P S T. Um, when I first met my husband, he told me it was like Pabst, but with a B. So okay. That's how to remember it. <laughs> that's easy. There you go. Thanks for that spelling, too. <laughs> well, perfect. So, JC, I wanted you on because you have an interesting look at agriculture and you're looking at it on a business side of things a lot of the times when we are chatting with people on our podcast we're telling the stories of um, the day-to-day ins and outs of what it's like to raise animals and so I wanted uh, you to come on to tell us about your business and the who the people that you serve are and kind of how you can add add to our add to our conversation today Yeah. So I grew up on a ranch in Northeast Wyoming. My family raised registered Angus cows. um, And I've had a passion for agriculture my whole life. I knew I wanted to be in it and I knew I wanted to work in it. So through internships and jobs I've had after college, I've had the opportunity to travel the world and work with different types and sizes of ag businesses. And when I've been doing that, I find myself gravitating to try and figure out how I can help those businesses be successful. And especially in the small businesses, it seems it comes down to like, how do I get my name out there? And how do I get people to know who I am? And I don't have anybody to help me with marketing. And I don't know if I have time to do it myself. So because of that, I was like, I should do that. I can do that. So I created Panel Enterprises to do that. Um, And I really want to support ag businesses who don't necessarily have the time or the capacity to market their businesses. Oh my gosh. I have chills. I like that was your calling. That's so cool. (laughs) I'm glad that you're able to step into something that has really fulfilled you. How long have you been doing this business? Um, So I have been doing it kind of off and on and helping out different people who are close to me. Um, I, my husband and I got married um, just over a year ago. And when we were kind of dating and getting ready to get married, he was asking me what I wanted to do with my life. And this keeps coming up for me. And he really pushed me into it. He helped me find my first couple of clients and it's kind of grown from there, which is really cool. He is such a great support system and really helped push me out there in the last year. So in the last year is when I've really grown. That's exciting. Good for you. I'm so excited for that. Um, okay, so then what have you been seeing that when you're working with clients, you t- you said that a lot of your clients are, they don't know how to get their name out there and they don't really have the capacity or the time in order to take, take the social media on because sometimes it does feel daunting to try to work and do it all. So what have you seen when you're working with your clients? That's a need. And so how do you fulfill that need for them? What are what are kind of the things that you've been doing? Yeah, so I think that the biggest thing to start with is talk through their business plan. And if they don't have one in place and help them to put a business plan in place, I think that just helps kind of keep you tied back to what your ultimate goal is and keep 
everybody who's working in that business tied to what they're trying to do. Um, from there, I really like to take a yearly approach to things and break it down by month, um, what's going on in the business and then tie that to the business plan so that you can keep on track with what your goal is, but then also get kind of strategic and into the nitty gritty of what's happening at that specific time. So that's kind of the first things that I do. Um, then I try to work with them on what are the strategy things that they need help with? Do they need help with social media? Do you need a website? Do you need ads put out there on online or in print? What are the things that you need for your business to help you grow? Wow. Yeah. I think it's you have to be unique in the approach that you take, especially in ag. There's so many different things you can be doing. So I try to be really tailored in my approach with each customer and each client I work with. Definitely. Well, and just with business in general and then social media is they always say like if you niche down. Oh, do I do, do I say niche or niche? Niche? <laughs> um, I don't know how to pronounce it, so I switch back and forth. There you go. Okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, if you kind of just narrow your focus down. So that's exactly what you've done with your business to really serve the agriculture market. Definitely. Um, so what kind of tips and tricks do you have for somebody who is just getting started and they're telling you, like, how do I get my name out there? What or what resources can you lead them to that you've created that they can kind of go towards? Yeah, so I'm working on creating some new resources to help get that ready and like help you figure out what your messaging needs to be and get started with that. Um, so I think that the first thing you need to do is figure out your why and what your goal is and what problem are you solving for people? And then identify who your ideal customer is. So what do they do? Why do they need your product or service? And then what value do you offer them? And then you can start to develop your, your plan and your marketing plan and your content pillars after that. Interesting. Would you suggest someone um, like when they are brainstorming all of those types of things, they are jumping on what platform would you say would be a good starting starting spot for someone? Uh, I think for on social media, I think Instagram is the best place. There's a great community that's out there. Um, you can really find your people and people in your niche that you can work with, build community with, and bounce ideas off of and get ideas from. I think that's the place that I would start. Um, it depends on what your ag business is as well. I found a lot of use in YouTube and Facebook, depending on what route you want to take. But I think Instagram is a really good place to start because you can recycle that content on both of those platforms pretty easily. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, the only negative that I I just wish, I was telling my husband this when I was working on, you know, I'm always on my phone. Okay, this one's going to go to Instagram. This one's going to go to Facebook. This one's going to, and I was like filming the same content vertical and then horizontal. And it was like all these things where that's the only thing that's a negative is that when you are, you're constantly having to think, where can I recycle this information or how can I recycle this? Because sometimes it looks better on one page versus the other. And Instagram is great for short content, in my opinion. Absolutely. And then for like YouTube, it's great because it's searchable. So it's <laughs> it lives on your page. And sometimes, it, you know, Instagram is 24 hours or you've got a great hot post and then it's it's really far down your page and you can't find it again. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big struggle. I I have not perfected this, I will be honest, but <laughs> I 
when I do things for other people, when I'm working with like clients, I try to take two phones with me or two ways to video. So I have it in two different, two different forms. So I have it vertical or horizontal, however I need it. But when I'm doing things for here, this is like, I've had to learn to just be okay with good enough. Yeah. I, so I just am like, you know what? I don't have the time or the capacity to do this right now. I just need to get something out there. So <laughs> I show up for myself. So I'm just been like, okay, I got to be okay with this good enough so I don't quit. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's also like a good thing too for someone. Would you say that um, don't quit? You're just, just show up the way you are. Would you say yeah. that that makes a huge difference for people getting their name out there? Absolutely. I I think that if we we... Like I have done this too. I want so badly to show up perfectly in everything I do. And I just want people to think that I'm this polished, put together person all the time. And I'm not, I am a, it's a shit show around here 98% of the time. (laughs) And I don't know why I feel I put that like pressure on myself to be perfect. And people don't want that. Like people want to know who you are. They want to see the vulnerable side of you. Mm-hmm. And if you're not showing that and just kind of showing up per- imperfectly, then you, how are you being relatable if it's not who you are on an everyday basis? Right. So would you find that when you're t- talking to your clients about what kind of content pillars they're going to put together and what they're sharing, would you tell them just to share the business side of things? Would you talk to them about doing, is it more of a personal brand or family run um basically what i'm asking is do we sew the business side of things curated or would you say that it would be helpful to continue to grow get your name out there and show even the even the not pretty parts what's more helpful for businesses yeah i think it it depends on what your goal is with your business are you planning on being in it forever or are you planning on stepping away from it and then i think that there's a transition period in there always but people want to buy from people and people want to work with people so how do you humanize your business Mm -hmm. even if you plan on stepping away from it so that's why I think showing up imperfectly sometimes is really important it's nice to have those perfect things and you want to be professional in the way you present your product and your service yeah but it's still okay to show up as yourself and be vulnerable in that yeah that's that part I kind of feel like has been hardest on me is like trying to find that balancing act because I don't want to come across that like we're not at we're not professional we're not giving providing a a good service but then also by being like we're just learning around here we're you know we might make mistakes but you know I still want people to think of us as a as a person that they can come to and get some information from so that that's a good thing to kind of keep in mind is showing all the parts, but in a professional manner. So that's a good way of saying it. So that's good. And I, I don't think it's going to happen great every day. And I think you have to just kind of roll with the punches and figure out what works for you in that moment and in that season of your life. Definitely. Um, so do you think that there's been a lesson that has been an overarching focus for you over the course of either your career or life within agriculture that you've learned that you can pass along? Yeah, my husband and I actually were just talking about this. Um, I know it sounds, I feel like it sounds kind of goofy, but like I have to take care of myself. I have to put putting, like taking care of myself and making sure that I'm first. Um, 
when I don't, I don't show up for my family. I don't show up for our farm, my job, my business, anything. I don't show up well. So I have to make sure that I'm taking care of myself first before anything else. So I try to journal, read my Bible, pray, spend time with God, exercise a little bit. So I, when I do those things, I show up really well and I can, I can operate at a higher level. And when I'm not, I can't. So I think that that's just something really important to remind people, especially in agriculture. There's so much going on. It's so easy when you're taking care of the animals to put yourself on the back burner. And sometimes you have to, Mm -hmm. but then how are you going to take care of yourself afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. And there's definitely seasons and times where it's, you have more time to take care of yourself and, and whatnot. So that, that's also good to remember that with the way you just said it of, you know, after after your busy season, how are you going to get back onto the track or having some habits and, and focuses throughout the days during your busy season yeah. to take care of yourself? Yeah, I love that because that's not even have anything to do with agriculture. It has nothing to do with business. It has to do with who you are as a person so that you can show up in the best way. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so now my next question for you, JC, is uh, you have such a strong presence on social media. And what type of trips, tips can you share for others looking to do the same or just getting started? Yeah. Um, I think that it's really important to show up and just be there. Like, just keep showing up. Even when you have something that doesn't work out and you're like, that should have been really great and it didn't work out. Just keep trying keep showing up. Um, don't make it overcomplicated. I think social media is so fun and so cool when you see other people doing things and then you sit down to do it for yourself and you're like, crap, what do I do? Yeah. Um, I find myself in that trap a lot. So I think trying to just break it down and tie myself back to my why, just remember why I'm doing it and what I'm trying to accomplish. Uh, that really helps me kind of break through those, those ruts where I'm like, I can't, I can't do this right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I, the other thing I think is really important is don't be afraid to ask for help. There's people out there and resources out there to help you through these times. That's what I'm here for. There's other people out there that do the same thing. And I think that you have to find your, find your community, find your people that are going to help you through those times when you're struggling. They're going to talk through your issues. They're going to talk through your ideas with you. And that'll just get the ideas flowing and it'll help you to show up better and show up more consistently. Okay. Where can people find a community? Like if they are not connected already with an ag world where what would you suggest how would they get that um i think yeah so there's several several ways that you can find that i mean if you're on social media you can search hashtags find somebody that you do like to follow that's in the community you want to be in and then see who they're following that's a pretty good hint to get in there um and then a lot of state farm bureaus and ag colleges have a lot of really good resources and ways to get involved um there's most states have a young farmers and ranchers program. And I think those are really good ways to get involved and to get into a community that you want to be a part of. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't even think about that going and reaching out on the more of a state level. Very cool. Yeah. And I think hashtags are great. That's a good place to do it too. Kind of joining groups. Um, I've also met a lot of people by tagging a person in my post or in my story and like prompting a question by being like, 
um, what are you guys doing today? And I'll tag them in my Instagram post and then it prompts them to be able to see that post and then it maybe gets them to answer a question on your page so you get engagement on your page and then maybe they'll even share something and you've started a rolling conversation. So that's kind of one way I've done it. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great way to get people get engaged into community. Um, I've done that several times and people do it with me as well. And I, I think it's so fun to be able to see what other people are doing and then be involved in their life as well. Yeah. Uh, it just feel more connected and like you're not alone and everything that's going on. Uh, always tie to other people. It helps to grow your community and grow their community. Definitely. So it's a double, yeah, double exactly. whammy. So you talked about your purpose in your business is to be able to help others. And so you talked about building websites and giving them marketing tools and tips and tricks. Why is that important for agriculture businesses? Um, you broke up on me a oh, little bit. So Can sorry. you say that last part? <laughs> yeah. Why, why do you feel like having a website or marketing material for agriculture, why do you feel like that's important to help grow an agriculture business? Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing is because it makes you searchable. Um, if you have a website, you can be found. You can explain your businesses more. Um, if social media goes away tomorrow, then you have a place for people to find you online because the internet is not going away. But if Instagram does, then what? What are your? What's your plan? So a website is a really good way to do that. Um, and I still I work with. I have clients of all age ranges and business types. So. I have people that I work with that are not going to get online. Um, so having something tangible that you can hand them to talk about your business and kind of talk through what you're doing is really important. So having a variety of different mediums and materials that you're produ- providing and using to promote your business is really important. Yeah, wow, okay, that's cool. I didn't even think about even also having like handouts of some sort. So would you say, do people still use business cards? Is that, would that be beneficial? I have so many business cards. It's not even funny. I absolutely think, especially in agriculture, people use business cards like crazy. Okay. Um, that's how I've gotten myself out there with people. And that's how for my day jobs, that's what I've done is use my business card to get my name out there. Um, I think it's a really good way to just quickly, easily remind people who you are uh, with just a little, little piece of paper. Yeah. Awesome. And also, um, QR codes are beneficial too to putting those on there because people have been using those a lot more in order to visually take you right to like your social media page or your website and there's no more typing in. Yeah, absolutely. QR codes are great. When um, I had a job recently before I moved to the farm where we use QR codes for everything Uh and I had no idea how much business that drive. At first I thought they were kind of hokey, but Honestly, they're a huge way to drive business to the place exactly where you want them. Yeah. So if you have different avenues in your business, you can drive them to different parts of your business. Mm-hmm. And can you, get, so if somebody is still teetering on the fence of, I don't want to put the time or the effort or the money into building a website, what would be your tipping mm-hmm. point for them? Like why, besides just the searchability, like if they're saying, I already have sales coming in or I'm already doing fine doing it the way I've always done, what would be a tipping point for you to say that a website is a positive? Yeah, I I think that there's always room to grow. Um, 
I recently actually worked with a client who did not think that they wanted a website and didn't think that they needed one. Um, and they, I, what we talked through was where are they housing the pictures for their their products? Where If social media is down, what is their plan to yeah. get that out there? Um, how are they collecting contact information for people? Uh, like a website is a really easy way to do that. Uh, and after the conversation that we had with what their ultimate goal was, they wanted to reach outside of the community that they were in. Yeah. So a website a good way to do that because you can target Google ads, you can um, make yourself searchable outside of social media. And it's a really good way to place to send people from social media to your website so you can get that information and keep them coming back for more. Oh my gosh, my brain is turning right now because I was just thinking like collecting people's information. That's so smart because you know we ha- we're going to be having um, lambs in the, in the springtime and then now my brain is thinking I could make a like a a waiting list, you, you know, a, a hopeful list so that they could put their name on there and then you can contact them. Oh, that's cool. Really? We, I work with a guy who sells shows pigs and um, people put their name and email address into the form. And the week before the sale, when we get the pictures done, I send them an email, I design an email for them. And that sends out to all that email list the week of the sale and then the day of as well. So you can hit those people more and more. And I found that when you're getting people's contact information through your website. They actually are people you want and they want your information. So yeah. you know that you're getting quality contact that way instead of on social media, you're not always sure if everybody who's following you is exactly who you want to be contacting. So okay. your website is a really good way to foster that relationship. Definitely. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so JC, what kind of questions mm-hmm. have I not asked or is there something that you feel would be beneficial for our audience listening that I that we haven't touched on yet? Uh, I think just to remember that you don't have to do it all. It can, especially in agriculture, we feel like we have to be the jack of all trades. We have to be able to do everything ourselves, but it's okay to ask for help and to outsource some of that. Um, Just because you can do it doesn't mean that you should be. Um, There's sometimes there's bigger things that you need to be worrying about and letting somebody else take care of your marketing for you is an easy thing to turn over so you can focus on what's really important. Okay, that makes sense. So give us one more time, where can people locate you and what kind of services do you feel like you're really strong at or what kind of things can they expect from you when you are their client? Yeah, definitely. So you can find me at um, panelenterprises.com and on social media at JC Bapst. Um, and I, when you choose to work with me, you get a unique approach tailored to you. So we'll talk through your business plan. If you don't have one, we'll come up with one. I can help you implement strategies and processes that'll make your business run smoother. I help design and create websites, um, maintain websites. I help with social media strategy and um, some graphic design work as well as marketing material. You need banners. Um, If you need help planning your sale, I also offer those kind of services. Wow, you do it all. <laughs> yeah, and it's I mean it's different for everybody. So I like I have marketing packages available on my website, but I really like to try and tailor everything for the specific needs of of my, the client that I'm working with. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Would this be like a an a la carte? You purchase it and this is everything, or is it more of a monthly basis? What what kind of things have you found has been helpful? 
Yeah, I, I'm working through that with different people, different ways. It's, if it's a one-time service, um, one-time payment, or we can set up a monthly payment plan. Um, if it's ongoing, then, um, it's a monthly bill. I itemize it out and we work through that. It's been, it's honestly, it's very different from everybody. I know how, because I've lived it, I've been in agriculture my whole life. I know that it can be hard and it's expensive to outsource things and it's expensive Mm -hmm. to get marketing support. So I try to be a more reasonably priced offer. Yeah. Um, I, I know that I'm not right for everybody, but I am right for certain people. And I, I try to make sure that I'm the right fit for the people that I want to be working with. Yes, exactly. Well, I have, I can speak to the social media part of things and trying to have a, have a ranch a business. So not only just living on the ranch and kind of doing that, but social media has been a game changer for our business. It's really opened up a lot of doors that I didn't think would be possible or it would not be possible, you know, without social media and using those tools to our advantage because our, a lot of our neighbors, I, I call them old school. <laughs> so they have not been on the social media side of things. And so I feel like it's opened up a lot of doors. We have people who know of us from Texas and drive in from Colorado um, just for a specific animal as opposed to only being able to reach the people within our direct community or wherever I choose to take an animal for sale. Absolutely. And that's the cool thing about social media that I can offer for you. And that's why people need help with it because especially the older community, if you're trying to pass it on to the next generation, you're not involved in it right now. How are you going to market that and keep it alive for the next generation? Hey, that's good. Yeah, we ho- that's what we are hoping for. We're hoping that agriculture is alive and well and that people fall in love with it and want to continue on the generation after. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in that same boat, so totally understand it. Yes. Well, very nice. Well, thank you so much, Stacey, for chatting with us today. It's been a great pleasure. You have added so much knowledge to us about Um, how important social media is, how you can assist or find someone similar within the field, um, just like you who can add to their plate or take things off of their plate, I guess you could say. (laughs) So thank you very much. And again, follow JC and she's on social media on Instagram and Facebook.